right? What's, what's an example of a time in history where there was a shift from an education-based model of healing the society to attempting, to a, to attempting a, a bureaucratic, stru- political structure-based uh, uh, society? Yeah, but he was doing educationally. He wasn't doing... But I'm saying, when did they... No, there was a time that we talked about yesterday where there was a shift from a uh, an education-based attempt to rehabilitate the Jewish people's adherence to Torah to a more structure and institution and, and, and bureaucratically-based... That was Shmuel to Shmuel's sons. That was the whole issue, right? Shmuel was like going throughout the country, teaching the people, doing outreach, right? because that was what actually kept them on the path of Torah. The, the education, we believe a person, you know, we believe that the Torah speaks for itself. A person learns, they're going to see, they're going to see, they're going to understand, they're going to... It's just up to the teacher to find the way to connect every person to Torah, which is what we were talking about this morning when we talked about the Shvatim, that the, the difference between Yaakov and the previous Avot was that Yaakov had distilled and developed the understanding of Avram Avinu up to the point that he was able to connect every one of his different sons to it without losing even one of them. Whereas even Avram and even Yitzchak weren't able to accomplish that. They, they, uh, they were able to reach one of their two sons, the one with which they had the greatest natural affinity, let's say, in, intellectually. But Yaakov was able to actually, just like any subject as it develops in the beginning when a discovery is made in science or in any other field, in the beginning only the top people really understand what, 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 what they're talking about. Like uh, uh, relativity was the example I always give. You know, In the beginning only uh, uh, 1% of people understood what we're talking about. Now every undergraduate physics student learns it in the textbook. Right? It's been developed to the point that it can be explained. That's, that was what Shmuel was doing, going throughout the country. He went from place to place, town to town, uh, educating the people, keeping them, uh, keeping them on the right track. And then it says, his sons, Lo And what a Chazal say? Oh, they started taking, not that they actually took bribes, but that they, they started making bureaucracy. They had, you know, you had to pay a court fee when you came. It was like the, they took money for the, uh, for the uh, Sofreya Dayanim. But what does that mean? It means that they created a bureaucracy to handle it instead of doing the educational model they were using. The, the, and, and, and that's the... What about Eli? What about Eli? At least sons were the really bad ones. Right. Shmuel said, So, you know, what happened with Eli's sons was what we talked about yesterday also. I think, I think we talked about everything yesterday. You guys missed that. <laughs> yeah. What? They took the Beta Mikdash and made and corrupted it. Meaning, the place that was supposed to be the most elevate people out of the selfish, materialistic mentality into a godly mentality and a Hashem's wisdom seeking mentality, that institution was hijacked and turned into a money making machine or a pleasure making machine for Bnei Eli. So it basically became a Chilul Hashem when it's supposed to be the source of Kiddush Hashem. They literally corrupted the institution. That's why right after that Shiloh was destroyed. There had to be like a totally new start after that. And Shiloh stood for 300 and... uh, How many? 269? Yeah, 269. Long time. So like the fact that it had to be destroyed and start over because they had in, they tainted it. It was like tainted with the, with the, by the Bnei That's the problem. That's why the Beit Hamikdash had to be destroyed also, right? Once it got tainted by it. In the first one, I think that was definitely the case. 
<laughs> sometimes you have to start. Sometimes you have to start fresh. When something has been has been. Hero. Uh, is like the Mashiach Ben Yosef. You mean he's gonna get killed? Probably. Um, it's uh, anyway. So the uh, so the, um, the thing is like that's that's what the Bnei Eli did. The Bnei Eli, and that's why also and like we uh, we said this yesterday. So we're repeating again some of the stuff we said yesterday. But I guess it's fair for those who it was since it wasn't your fault that you were laid. Uh, we have to have midata rachamim. If you you know if it was your fault, it would be different. But with midata din. But since, uh, since there are other. Co- other issues, complications, we're going to have mitat No, that we were talking about yesterday about how the, the kehuna is also sidelined by, by Shmuel. Right? Because Shmuel comes in as a Levi and he kind of corrects for the excesses and corruption because the kehuna itself as an institution becomes tainted. It's like when people go into a, a, a synagogue and everything is about money. What is actually the Gabai's job? To take my money, right? Not to organize the tefillah. Right? Right. They're, they end up associating the whole thing is just about money and selling this and, the, and, the, and that's, the, that's the vibe that they get and then the, what is the what is the rabbi's speech it's an infomercial to raise money right what is the chazan it's a performance to make money for this right they, they, they see everything in that in that way and so it corrupts the people's relationship so what happened was that the kiwana also gets sidelined by Shmuel because Shmuel is a Levi. So Levi are still generally, by and large, almost, you know, a large proportion of the Nevi'im and great leaders were Levi'im because they were trained for that. And the Ralbag talks a lot about, in Sefer Vayikra in particular, about so many of the mitzvot kehuna, he says, are about cultivating the highest level of knowledge and even Ruach HaKodesh and prophecy among the Kohanim and Levi'im, that they should be the spiritual leaders of the people. Okay? So, yeah, exactly. And so Levi takes back that uh, from, from Kohen, from the, the, the specialization of the Kohanah, Shmuel comes in, he kind of takes a step back. And marginalizes the Kohanim a little bit. And I was saying Can that. Can it be the checks and balances that you're looking for so desperately? Is the Levim? Like maybe our system has the Levim built in. Well, I'm not looking for them. I don't, I, don't, I don't think the Torah obsesses over political structure so much because you don't need political structures when the people are already good. Well, that's why, that's why the period of the Shoftim could have worked because Hashem Elokechem Malkechem. But it doesn't, you know. But in order to and keep Hashem Elokechem. But instead of just having Hashem Elokechem. Right, but we t- like we talked about yesterday, the yeah. idea of a Navi is two things. The idea of a Navi, Nevu'ah is just the highest level of knowledge of God. That's always going to be an ideal to have. The question is, a Shaliach, a Navi Betor Shaliach, who comes to correct the people, is only going to be necessary. Right, it's only going to be necessary when the people, when number one, there's such a person, right? When when you're not producing as your highest product, Shimshon, you know, you're actually producing somebody who could be that Navi, and where you are, uh, where you have an audience that's receptive to the message of the Navi, which also in the times of Shimshon you wouldn't have had. Even in the times of Moshe Rabbeinu, only at a certain juncture were the people ready to hear the message. So it's always going to be, uh, it's always going to be like that. And, uh, and, and you needed certain, and, and even the people who emerged, like Yishayahu, for example, the fact that Yishayahu or Yirmiyahu emerged during the time that they did, was, a, was an anomaly that in, in their generation would produce a Navi of that caliber was an anomaly which is why I mentioned like I mentioned yesterday I gave a plug for my Nolad Mahul 
article, it's also in there too. The idea that you know that these Nevi'im emerged. Why does it? What does it mean they were nolad mahul? That means they had to have had some natural affinity for it. Otherwise, in an environment like that, they never would have. Uh, they never would have attained prophecy under those circumstances with all the corruption around them. And Shmuel was the same. He was he was getting the same education that Bnei Eli. Why did he turn out to be good? Only because he had a natural predilection for that. So in the in the uh, in the context of, of Shmuel, so Shmuel is uh, uh, is the one who comes to correct the, 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 the corruption of the Kohanim. They lose the Aron for a while. The Aron goes away until the time of David. Right? There has to be like a a purging of all of the of all of the the I guess the uh, the means of growth. The way the, the rust and the and the and the rot that has crept into all these institutions. They have to start fresh. And that's why, you know, that's why they go away. And Shiloh gets destroyed. And, and the Midrash that I mentioned yesterday, that, you know, Shmuel, that Shmuel, that, that, that Shmuel comes and, and, and does the Shkitan his own Korban. And the Kohanim were very upset. Why is Shmuel? He's not a Kohen. How could he be doing that? And so they brought him to Eli and said, he's Chayav Mitah because he did a, a Shkitan Korban. And then Shmuel said no, even though Shmuel was like a little boy. He said no, you know, Zar is, is allowed to do uh, is allowed to do right? So what what is that real? What is that midrash really saying? Not that Shmuel is like a, having a halachic argument with Eli, you know, it's not. But that the idea that the that the Kohanim are receding and the, and, and the Levi is where the non Kohen is, is coming in because the Kuna has failed or has fallen into you know disrepute and disrepair. Both of them. So it has to be re- rehabilitated. Eventually it is rehabilitated because by the time David comes along, the Kehunah is like functioning well again. But in the times of, uh, of Shmuel, it wasn't that way. And that's why in Chazon Nifratz, they weren't even producing like uh, Nevi'im. They weren't. That's the measure. It's like, you know when, remember when uh, uh, Amselem was running for, uh, uh, for office here, that Sephardic guy was part of Shas. Oh, yeah, and they forced him to give his mandate back because he started criticizing the Kolel system and everything. And he said, if you guys are learning so much, where are your svarim? Where, 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 where is the great, you know, shiurim that you're giving to the public if you're learning that, you're spending, that we're supporting you in the kodesh? But that's only for yichidei segula that are going to contribute something, not for everybody. He, he was, he, he didn't, he didn't I, I can get behind that idea. He was, he was, well, I'm 100% he was, he ran for, he ran, he ran for office, and of course Shas, which is more Haredi, they didn't like him. He made his own party called Am Shalem. And he, I actually had pizza with him in my office, calzones, but yeah, in my office in, in Maryland, he came to give a speech when he was running for office, he gave a speech in our community. At that time, Dove Lippmann was in his, uh, was in his party. Later on, later on, he decided only to target the Sephardic community, so Dove Lippmann went in his own thing. Yeah, so Dove Lippmann was with him at the time. And so he came and visited me, gave me his book, we talked, whatever. He was a very, like, tri- classically Sephardic, you know, loves Rav Meshash. Loves, like, the classical Sephardic rabbis like Rav Meshash. He's the round, like, the round white guy? Bald, round white guy? I don't know if he's bald, I can't remember. But he was like... Uh, he was like a classic, a classic Moroccan of the, you know, yesterday. I'm Shalem because they mixed the sin and the shin. I thought of it also. That's probably, yeah, that's exactly, he didn't even know that it was. <laughs> 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 Just like his last name. Well, you know, the, you know every, half the people call him Rav Mesas and half the people call him Rav Meshash. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. It's, it's, so I think it's actually Rav Meshash, but it, 
people mix it up because nobody, nobody well, going out. Rabbi, getting back to the same topic. Uh, sorry if I'm uh, asking too many. Checks and balances? No. Is there any, other than the fact that it's economically inefficient and a terrible way to produce anything well, is there a, a Sounds Torah... Sounds like whatever you're going to say is already bad. <laughs> is, there, is there a Torah opinion on large government bureaucracies? <laughs> I mean, you know, it doesn't. Uh, is there a <laughs> so it always goes wrong. I know. No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I mean, it's the, the best you can say, you know. I know. Oh, I'll tell you what they do. No, I'll tell you why. Ever since the war started, I'm very much obsessing over what is the what would be a more Torah the optimal streamlining the optimal of the Torah. Yeah, exactly. The government. You know, I think that that's the. The answer is they should streamline it, but I, you know, I don't think that there's like a specific thing. You look and you see they did have like David Amelech had a defense minister, he had a, you know, he had a cabinet. You ha- obviously have to delegate. Obviously, you have to have a certain amount of. They had Sarim and they had under the Sarim. For example, how were, how were Trumot and Masrur collected? They gave them. It was, it was given directly was to the point. Oh, because yeah, to Batana. They gave them. They, they, they had a choice. They were tax collectors. There was tax, but that wasn't that was right. Shlomo Melech put in the heavy tax. Oh, so had, uh, yeah, they had tax. They had to. They so had what, to. was there a bureaucracy? That was one of the things Shmuel said. They're going to take your kids to the army, and they're going to take you. That was seen as a bad thing, right? Because nobody wants them. And the bureaucracy was seen because in a, in, a, in a utopian society where Hashem elokechem malkechem, and you just have this navi who educates you, but essentially everybody just follows the derech Hashem naturally, and they can, can you know they sort of like consolidate themselves into into villages and to communities that are loosely organized yeah, that's, that's you know that, that's uh, that, that's the uh, no, you know, naturally 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 like familially and you know they just sort of uh, loosely organized into communities yeah. where the state doesn't have to give right, handouts no, where you no, could go to your local community for a handout when you need it I mean, the halakha does have cities collecting tzedakah and distributing it. That's a, that was the thing that was done. And like, if you would come to the city, even if they, you know, there's halakha about how long you have to be there before you have to pay into the kupa for the tzedakah. You know, they did institutionalize the giving of tzedakah. Institutionalize on a local level. But directly, meaning there was no like, it wasn't like there was an IRS or something like that, that they collected it and then a portion of it is going to pay the people at the IRS that are also taking yeah, money. A portion it's, like, it's like 97%. 90, most of it. Like, yeah, it was just like literally they collected the money so that it could be distributed by Gabayim to the poor people directly. It was, it was less middleman. It was less bureaucracy. Will you say that the phenomenon... I think you see that the idea of bureaucracy is, is problematic from the perspective of Chazal because what they say about Shmuel Sanz. You know, that they even that they had Sofreya Dayanim that were, you know, being paid was very problematic. Meaning it should be as limited as possible. Uh, That's the idea. But obviously that was considered unnecessary. It was absolutely necessary. Maybe. I guess, does, it, does it stem from the idea that the bureaucrats take lord over the people in the sense of they use the force of the state to take pay for services that they're in? Like, meaning, does it come from a place of Hashem to the exclusion of all other people and that's why bureaucracy is bad is that where it's coming from? I think uh, it could be just that simple or it could also be that um, like one of the things we were saying before that at a certain point any involvement of uh, any bureaucracy that involves taking money from the people is always going to be stained by that to a certain extent. People are going to be cynical about it. Meaning, if you if you read stories about like in Syria, for example, 
when there were Jews there, you know, before we were ethnically cleansed. <laughs> um, when there were, like, the rabbi was like, uh, the rabbi was like a carpenter or something like that, whatever. Usually not, usually some, like a doctor or something like that, right? And then, or a businessman or something, and then he would come to do the bed din in the afternoon, and he would hear the question, and he wouldn't take any money. So, like, they, they said that in... Uh, in, in Iraq and in Syria and stuff like that, they had that. They, 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 and, and so what would happen was even non-Jews would come to the rabbi for like a dispute to, to resolve their disputes because they saw they weren't corrupt. They didn't take... Uh, that's, why, that's why all the, like, the old Persians you tell like rabbi money like why is the rabbi taking money? Because in Iran they never made money. They just yeah. did it and as a hit like, But in a way that's ideal. That is ideal because you don't want people because once you're paying for something you're already going to see have a cynicism in your in your attitude towards it, oh, he's doing it for the money. You see, you know, he's he, this is a job for him. he's doing it for the money, and and uh, and that, that's part of what turns us off. That's, yeah, that's part of that's part of what turns us off about like uh, our friend three piece suit guy. You know that he, the, you guys are all making fun of three piece suit guy. You know that he he, he doesn't know three piece suit guy. He's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah, he was yeah. Oh, he's a, he's a guy with a three-piece suit who collects like 24 hours a day. Yeah. You probably know him. He's this long, weird-shaped voice. Yeah, always has a I saw him on Sukkot and he gave me his card. His <laughs> card. I saw him on Sukkot and he's like, he, he gave Perfectly tan, Perfectly tanned, always Look what his description of himself What is he, Khazan? I think he means Paitan, it's his poet. 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 The funny part was like, Jordan found out his real name was and like, Googled him and his Instagram page like, unwatchable. He has like, all girls on the beach, like, blues bottles. What? Really? Actually, Wait, you weren't here when we sat here. He's here every day. Literally there 24 hours a day. Always raising for his child. The best was last, was it last year? He had an expensive phone. You yeah, you got iPhone 14. Before He's like sitting in his peaceful, like, He's merely Yehuda Halevi. When the darkness fades. He's selling red strings. He's selling red strings. And they're like, you're selling red strings? And they're like, you're selling red strings? And they're like, you're selling red strings? And so that type of person is exactly why people look at, they say, oh, it's just a mercenary. It's a mercenary activity. Oh, some people make money by selling uh, uh, fruit, and this guy sells uh, red string or brachot or whatever it is. You know? And, and a lot of times these rabbis will come to give brachot. And I remember a uh, relative of mine told me that uh, she went to one of these, I guess she was single at the time, so years ago. She went from brachot to one of these. Uh, one of these rabbis that come 
and said, what is your name? And then as she's walking out, said, uh, one of the handlers goes and says, by the way, the rabbi has a kolel and he wants this money and she's like, it like ruined everything. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, in the end, like it, it that's, that's how it's perceived. So that, that's the problem. The problem is it taints the institution of the mishpat, you know? mishpat shama rasha, right? That's what it says, like, people, people see it as corrupt. They, and then you have some cases of really thoroughgoing actual corruption, both in the, both in the you know, the betin rabbani and also in the regular uh, courts, so, like, where, where people really do abuse the power. So, I'm well like, aware they had that, they had that, that uh, what was it, uh, Cash for Kids scandal in America, where those judges were putting people with kids with these very minor, you know, minor offenses away in juvenile prison because they were private prisons, so they were getting kickbacks. Yeah, they were getting kickbacks for kids. Right, they were getting kickbacks. They were making millions of dollars. And they were destroying these kids' lives because the kids, because because the kids had like. Uh, uh, you know, like it, it ruined their reputation. Like it was a long sentence, and it really should have been like a like a community service or something like that. And they g- gave them jail time. They had like marijuana use was in jail for four years, like, things like that. And, and they made millions of dollars from those. Like, and the judge was. It was like, two judges. It was two judges actually. The head of the institution. It was two judges. It was two guys. <laughs> they went to jail, but like it's too late. They Everybody has a use. Like, There's no extra people in extra no, positions. Oh, the minimum of the city. Yeah. Where is that in the Ra'i? Yeah, we talked about how many people have to be to make a Sanhedrin, right? Now, what, what, yeah. The minimum size of a city, right? He talks about you have to have like a shoemaker. The, the reason, the reason this uh, bureaucracy is on my mind is also because of Javier Mide. I feel like there is a someone who truly understands the Torah will will never come will never be like a communist or a socialist or believe in big government handouts and this and that I don't know I'm just trying to see exterior should have about the I'm just trying to he avoids us he avoids us he knows that we he knows that we know him oh that guy I thought you were I haven't seen Trippi guy on this trip which was interesting I saw him on Sukkot when I was here that's when he gave me his card did he walk down the other side of the stairs yet? Though, like, the, that's where he usually stands. He, he hasn't. No, he here. was at the. He was at the foot of the steps when I came because I always come on Cholamoyed. I try with my kids for like Aliyah Regal, whatever we come. So we came for like a meat lunch and on on Sukkot, and uh, we found a really good place and we had like that and we and went to the hotel for Mincha. And uh, when we were going there, he saw me. He's like, "You're from Great Neck, right?" Over right there. there. Right. Yeah, right there. That's funny. I know right there. That's, that's who they know. You're, you're filling in for the other Dan. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's going. Good. Let's do it. my brother was He always used to be like, uh, can we go back on the topic now? So what happened is not time that I know. Yeah, okay. Oh, you know, you know there's a tradition that the uh, youngest member is a reader. There's also a tradition that it's a Levi. It's like Manish Tanah. It's like Manish Tanah. The rookie movie has to read for us. Where are we starting from? And if you make any mistakes, each mistake you have to buy another person lunch. (laughs) (laughs) That's the other rule.